Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Love Pop Culture, the podcast where we talk about love, pop culture, and everything in between. I'm your host, Kamiko. And I am your co-host, Nisa. I'm sure you guys have uh, noticed that we've been MIA for the last few episodes, or maybe y'all didn't notice. Maybe it was just Ernie that said something. Nobody give a fuck about us. Shout out to Ernie. Um, Okay that noticed that we've been MIA for these last few episodes. So we wanted to take a moment and address that. So these last few weeks have been tumultuous to say the least. Uh, George Floyd is the latest name on the list of many black lives that have been taken prematurely Uh, with the protest and civil unrest. It didn't feel right to us to record a lighthearted episode. Yeah. We had to take time to grieve and, and really process everything. Um, we also wanted to give like our listeners a chance to do that as well. Um, you know, we took time to research, donate, protest, advocate, really whatever we could do. Um, with everything going on, black people do deserve to laugh after all this shit. So here we are. If you find our dumbass funny, hopefully you get a couple chuckles here today. But after after we're done laughing and kiki keying, uh, we're getting back to business and fighting injustice. Um, if you'd like to get involved, join your local grassroots efforts um, and mm-hmm. their efforts. Donate to the bailout funds and mutual aid funds and keep having those c- tough conversations with your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely hard, but it's also definitely worth it. Yep. That being said, let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Okay, guys, this day, this episode's dating question is dating someone who posts everything on social to social media. Is that like, cool? Is that your deal breaker? What you think? Mm, everything. To social everything. Media. Like everything. 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 No, nah, I don't like it. Okay, but like. I guess I, I mean, I'd honestly, I'd rather you post everything than not. Um, especially if it's pictures of us. Okay, the people need to know you, my man. And that's on what? Period. Period, poop. All right. I don't know. I personally don't like dealing with anybody who posts any, like everything to social media. Like, first of all, nine times out of 10, you are a regular Negro. Okay. Nobody is really checking um, to see what you ate for breakfast, you know, your morning shit. Like, yeah, I don't okay. care. So if you you one of the people who post everything as it is, I already have beef with you. We don't even got to know each other and I got beef with you. You know, if it's more than seven of them little white bars at the top of your Instagram story, baby, read the room. Oh, you know what? That's true because I hate like clicking through. It's just like, I'm not even looking at this. I'm as just this, clicking it through to satisfy that I need to be click to click through all of it. <laughs> not worried about this shit, you know? Um but I just, I couldn't deal with anybody who posts everything to social media. Like I couldn't imagine waking up at the first thing in the morning that I see is like a cloud of hot breath and somebody's goddamn iPhone in my face. <laughs> like read the room. I personally like to watch couples on Instagram um, fight, you know, mm-hmm. where they'd be like, you know, like subtweeting each other on Instagram and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I'm not gonna lie. I do like that shit. Nothing makes me happier than to see, you know, head asses like NBA young boy and so whoever Mayweather's daughter is to be out there fighting. Um, but the key, the, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. I'm not in it. And that's why it's mm-hmm. funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. As soon as my name is tossed in, I'm not having a good time it's anymore. Not, yeah. I want to see other people's mess. I'd like to be removed from this narrative. 
I don't like that. So all that to say, I'd rather you post nothing, nothing than to post constantly uh, about your life and <laughs> definitely of, of us. into some relationship related news after I can't believe I'm saying this 20 you better believe it 25 fucking seasons too fine, too fine. that is two and a half decades half worth of seasons half of 50 half of 50 that's a fourth of a Virgil no that's half, is that a, half of a Virgil that's a half of that's a, a Virgil. half of a Virgil, a half of a Virgil and a that's petition. a fourth of two Virgils yes okay yeah because folks if two plus two equals four. <laughs> um, in a petition. We're not here for math. Okay. Did not go to school for that shit. <laughs> Don't know her. Math? Who? Me? Don't know her. Wrong bitch. Never seen it. Um, but yeah, there's a petition urging ABC to up its diversity efforts and ladies and gentlemen and people in general you know whatever you're into if you like a little chocolate drop abc has finally cast its first mm, okay. black bachelor his name is matt james he's 28 and he looks like he works at facebook so hey that was specific uh the facebook thing but don't he, but he looks like he works in tech he does which is totally fine okay because tech mean he got that check but anyway um, the fact that he, that we had a whole petition for this. Who is we? Now I, I'm saying we as a collective, I'm not saying me. I just felt that I should include, I mean, we're talking about it. So I felt that we should. I wasn't checking for the bachelor until. So. I mean, I wasn't either. I wouldn't either, but I ain't going to say. It now, this had happened on Flavor of Love. I might have felt, <laughs> felt well, differently. Because like we said, we like some mess. But anyway, yeah, it just, it was like after the five seasons kind of thing, it, it was Surprising, but at the same time, it was just like, mm, that 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 sounds sounds about right. So yeah. Um, if you recall, there was an attorney named Rachel Lindsay who was the first African American lead on the franchise, The Bachelorette. Um, so Matt is for The Bachelor, first black lead there, mm-hmm. and then Rachel Lindsay was The Bachelorette, first black woman there. Um, again, like I said, I don't watch this show, but I did a little bit of digging put them journalistic skills to use um, and scan through Mr. James uh, via Instagram. And he wears vineyard vines. I'm not going to further comment, but he wears, he wears vineyard vines and he looks like he wears that Facebook. So do what, do what you will listen with that information. <laughs> if I'm talking to you black girls. You know exactly what I'm saying right now. No, no, no. You know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> if you're from the South, you know what she's saying. Because Vineyard go crazy down here. But um, I wonder what like the consistence will look like based because that he is a black man. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they're going to... You know what I mean? Like, is that going to be more diverse? I'm assuming, but I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a, that's a fair point. Just because he's black, you don't want to pigeonhole him into like a, a particular kind of woman just to make them match. You don't want to be like, oh, black man, he should go with a black woman. <laughs> And that is our diversity efforts for today. Thanks for joining us again, folks. Like you don't want that to be the case. Um, but you know, now that we do have a black lead, do you think maybe you'd be a little bit more interested in watching? Nope, you shook your head. No, got it. Great. No, I never watch any of these. Um, 
I was more into, like you said, Flavor of Love. I love New York. Tiffany Pollard will forever, forever. be that bitch. Also dating around. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. It's it's on Netflix now. It was it had season one sometime last year, I believe. Um, but it's it, that's another. It's not as messy, but it's still good. Um, I think it was only messy because the internet made a mess of it. No, yeah, that that's correct. And I'm ready. And I'm ready for somebody to say something about this season too because I'm gonna be reading it. Um, but speaking of that show, dating around, there's a new season, like I said. Um, and what they did with, uh, season one ended up being kind of like a sensation. Cause it, like you said, everybody was talking about it. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Um, to me, it made like a good conversation show. Like if you was kicking with somebody, like you're always going to come up with like, Oh, you know, which way I would have done this blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, but after a year and a half of waiting, season two is out. I've only started on what well, at this point. Cause I did a little catching up today. That's like four or five episodes. Okay. Um, hey. when we wrote out the run of show for this she said oh I don't see one episode we didn't got to four and five yeah. mm-hmm. so you done basically cut through the season they're really like they're 20 they, they're like 20 minutes so it's, it's quick to get through but anyway if you haven't heard of it I'll give you like a little insight basically about this one person that someone set a friend of theirs maybe sets them up with the per episode per episode yeah of five contestants or whoever they're gonna date and you get to see like how their first day goes, like when they go out to eat and everything. And then so wait, they have a, a one person has a first date in one night with five, with different, five different people. people. Right. So, I want to know how long do these dates with these 20 minute dates? <sighs> ain't no way. It's ain't no way. That's a good solid. Imagine being five hours. No, I don't know. Cause I've, I've, I mean, it's and you got to eat and drink on all these days. Girl, I'll be shit faced by the by day three. I, that's you know what? That's the one thing I I call being completely shit faced. Because first, all I got to have is one and a half drink for me. Okay, and it's all lit. Okay, uh, I'll be like, Ooh. <laughs> anybody hiding here? <laughs> but um, anyway, so after you, they date those five people at the end of the night, they decide who they want to choose. They only can choose one, and then uh, at the end of like more towards the end, I guess they show like this last scene of who they chose. So it's, it's, it's really exciting. Cause you get to make like a lot of, um, what's the word I'm thinking of connections. N- nigga, who you make <laughs> on TV? Um, like you assumptions, I guess, or something like that of who it's going to be. Oh Guesses, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Words got away from me, but anyway, yeah, it's, it, that's why I love it. So I don't know. That's fair. Actually, when I lived in a uh, Loki hard hood part of Brooklyn, <laughs> um, I used to walk by the one short haired girl named Sarah from season one all the time. That was like my my one celebrity sighting in New York, which is crazy. OK, because I would be all up and through Fidei and like little hip spots and whatnot yes, you know, and never see. They probably lady. really be looking real extra, uh, extra normal. So you probably don't even. That's fair. Because somebody was like, Solange is always in Brooklyn. I was like, I ain't seen that bitch yet. So somebody lied. <laughs> somebody lied. Meanwhile, you walked past her and was like, what the fuck she got on? <laughs> what is this? this is why I fucking hate New York. <laughs> Meanwhile, Beyonce's right. still walking by me. Um, but yeah, that was my one celebrity sighting in New York. Low-key celebrity sighting. Um, I never got to experience dating in New York personally, but I have heard that it is shit mm-hmm. trash mm-hmm. basura 
terrible um between like finance bros aspiring musicians and like creepy media dudes i've heard that it is hell (laughs) you know and sometimes i'd be like going through my friends tenders just to look just to see you know how bad it really is that is is so much fun it it really is is a good time it really is a good time people if you haven't tried going through your friends people in relationships if you haven't tried so much more single friends tenders oh my god you can make a mess and leave it don't matter right um, but I, I mean, I probably won't be watching the bachelor. I do like dating around. I'll be tuning into that. Um, but you know, who I am, the same digging I did on Matt, the same digging I did on some of these others, <laughs> um, did some stalking and some of the daters on Instagram. They're not very interesting. Not like season one. going to be honest. But then I was going to wait for what? The college professor. Oh Man. shit. Yes. He oh, you know like what I meant most... to bring that up. He was so cute yeah like he was cute but like i'm glad you chose who he chose because i think that was the best fit i don't know if anybody i hate to spoil it but anyway i'm not gonna say it but um he was he was really cute and i was wondering i was like all right this is realistic and i was like how are these women gonna respond like but all of them are very nice yeah at least yeah they were very nice they were kind of like trying to help him finish the word sometimes because he had trouble but that's I, I think he was cute all in all. He said back up on the scene. <laughs> um, but his story to me looks the most interesting. When I watch it, we'll see if that's actually the case. But he came out of a long-term relationship and he's a college professor. Mm-hmm. And I am just curious to see how Dudley Do Right does in dating in a hellscape like New York. Girl, I'm sorry, I'm about to spoil this for you if you don't mind. I mean, I'm mind, but go ahead. You're gonna do it anyway. Because it's funny. Um he you saw what he looked like, right? He looks like a, right. yeah, a little white guy, you know, straightforward, what, what, 40 something, probably. Or, yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> definitely got a 401k or a Roth or, you know, yeah. something like that. You know, because mom every Sunday, he definitely looked uh-huh. like that type of guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this black girl came on, had, came on the date with him and she looked like, I mean, she was just, a, you know, very little black girl, but she just looked slightly hood. Ooh. just slightly so i was very intrigued about how that was gonna go down yeah and she was like i got three kids and he was like he already has a stuttering problem and he was like oh that's all folks <laughs> he was like oh that that's great <laughs> i was like oh my gosh man said that's great <laughs> great that's, that's awesome that's great that we won't be sharing those kids okay. but that's great that you got all them damn kids right and then she was like you want kids he was like it seems like you got enough i don't know if i if i need to be in that girl um but i hope i hope ben finds who he's looking for yeah and that they stay together um speaking of together back with my transitions <laughs> i know y'all missed them um, so the streets are talking it looks like tiana taylor and iman Schubert are expecting their second baby together the two made an announcement in Tiana's latest video, Wake Up Love, where you see her in the bed with Iman and baby Junie. In a bed of clouds. In a bed of clouds, baby Junie, before she reveals her baby bump. Honestly, this is a couple that I really like. I think the reveal was cute. I do feel like more money needs to be invested into in Tiana. Video. In her music videos, in her in everything. I just feel like whoever's producing her stuff is not giving her her flowers while she's still alive. She's super dope. Who is Kanye West? It's fine. Okay. Move on. I don't want to be specific there. Um, but yeah, I think they're really cute. Um, 
Iman, I'm going to focus on him for a second because my spirit's telling me to go there. So I'm going to follow it. Um, he fine, but he ugly. Not sure how I'm, I'm not sure how that works. He's shaking the table. I'm, I'm not, I know. I know. I just said a groundbreaking statement, but I don't know how that works. If anyone knows, let me know. But he is fine. Um, but for real, I, I hope they they have a girl already. So I hope they have a boy. Uh, that'd be cute. And I wish them luck. That's good for them. That's good for them. And I'm I, I'm I'm into this new like celebrity baby reveal mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there is one baby reveal that I'm not a, a fan on. Um, and that's Iggy Azalea's baby reveal. Um, apparently there's more baby related. It's not what she did to me. The black scent is what I will never get over. Jesus. It's the murder business. I'm like, ma'am, you're from Australia. <laughs> like, that's not how you sound. Why wow. are you lying to us? I'm just lost as why somebody went out there. was like, we need to find someone from Australia. What do you mean? Why somebody, it was T.I. It was Tip Harris. That's who, that's who did Why? That. Why? But a lot of stuff he do don't make no sense. No way. So whatever. When he took his dog to the doctor, but man, I'm not even going to get on that because that shit was beyond me. So Iggy Azalea, um, I don't know if we're still giving her the title of rapper um, anymore because I don't, I don't know when the last time she dropped music. I don't know. Anyway, she recently confirmed that she gave birth to a baby boy on Instagram and BuzzFeed reports that she's been dating Playboy Cardi on and off since 2018. So it could be his baby. We don't know for sure. These are just speculations. I don't know. I remember hearing about them too as a couple, but I never thought they would like have kids mostly because Izzy, I'm sorry. Not Izzy. Iggy, my bad. Izzy, I don't know. She was like a damn Izzy. Um, was irrelevant to me after she fell off and started dating that. I don't know if anybody remembered dating that nineteen-year-old boy. I don't know. It was weird. So was it Playboy Cardi who was nineteen? It was a different boy. I remember him. He was like Did Black China date him too. Who Playboy Ch- Cardi? No, the boy was the nice thing. Playboy Ch- <laughs> Charty. Whoever I'm the nineteen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Come, Jesus. Is that Playboy Cardi B? Who's that? <laughs> Cardi B. Who was that up on that radio? That playwright. What's he? What he be doing? <laughs> anyway, um, what what were you about to say? I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Got <laughs> <laughs> playwright. Ah, uh, all right. Well, that's if it was Black China that had also dated. Oh, it was like some nineteen-year-old that Man. like every older woman was trying to get a piece of at one point. Do you remember? Every other woman was trying to get pizza. I yeah, remember that like, one boy that, that was like a rapper. And yeah. like, now nah, he was. I wish I might have been pushing was. 18 on that one. That's a lot. Shit. But I don't, I don't remember that guy's name. Um, well, with the way that she announced it and everybody else, you know, and obviously, um, I don't know. I just wonder if secret pregnancies. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wonder if secret pregnancies. I'm not going to hear that back when we. <laughs> anyway, our secret pregnancies are going to be a part of like celebrity culture. Now I know Beyonce kind of set the standard for that. Mm-hmm. Um, then Kylie Jenner said, "Me too, ho." Um, so I personally I say you. I care about her. I'm personally not waiting for a celebrity um, that no one was checking for to make an announcement. Oh, I'm no. I'm waiting for a celebrity that no one was checking for to do the same thing. And for Twitter to be like, that was it. I want to because nobody was checking for her. I don't even know if any there was like, like 
Did anybody say Nobody anything? Nobody was checking for because I didn't. I didn't know about it until you brought it up. <laughs> but again, I'm an auntie, so who knows? Fucking knows. That's fair. That's fair. On to the next topic. I don't have a transition, so here we are. So it's pretty well documented that when people get engaged or married, that they like to have an audience. Hence, the entire purpose of weddings. Nat Kimiko, she going to the courthouse, and they gonna get sandwiches out. <laughs> Don't laugh at me, ho. Anyway. You can say it again. <laughs> me and Bay going to the courthouse. I'm going to pull up in a white pantsuit. Pants okay. Suit. On my Hillary Clinton. Okay. And I'm going to go up in that bitch. Married. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And we'll have a nice little reception. The most important thing that happens at my wedding is the open bar. Okay. Now, will y'all be eating finger foods? Yes. But will y'all be liquored up off of Hennessy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> As well. So count your blessings. So anyways, um, getting married, getting engaged, you have people standing around cheering for you and things like that. But what if your audience is a sea of protesters? Um, the internet was pretty lit when a couple's first wedding look actually happened in front of a Black Lives, Black Lives Matter protest. Mm-hmm. Um, CNN reported that newlyweds, Dr. Kitts, and I want to mess this up, Dr. Carrie Ann. Yeah, right. And Michael Gordon's wedding kept getting rescheduled due to COVID-19. So they had a small ceremony. And while they planned to have like an intimate meeting, protesters were on the street. So instead of ducking off for mm-hmm. their first look, the two stood in the moment and said the experience was humbling. And the pictures The are picture was amazing. Gorgeous. Yes. It's that's gonna be one for the books for real. Mm-hmm. Um, might be in the damn history book for real. Let's hope. I'd like to see it in textbooks. Yeah. Um, but I, I, and they better put a doctor in front of her name, too. Okay. But um, I felt like it was, it was super powerful, even just looking at the picture without even reading anything about it. Um, it was like, to me, black love on like 150,000. Like, mm-hmm. literally warmed my heart, especially when at times like this, you might have a lot of hate filled up, you know? Um, so I, I needed to see that. What about you? I think I definitely probably needed to see that as well. Just to just to remind myself, you know, of what of what we're fighting for. Mm-hmm. You know, like you see these stories and a lot of times you can get pissed off and be mm-hmm. like, you know, fuck it. I'm not dealing with this anymore. But then you see like bright spots like that. And it's just like, you know, that that's important. Black love is important. It should be celebrated. Exactly. On a national platform because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, now, I know we were just talking about love and and love and black love mm-hmm. but I'm and, and we were on a high level but we about to get low here um get low. <laughs> B. Simone says she rather date an entrepreneur than a 9 to 5 guy later on she backtracked and said it's not about the money it's about the lifestyle this, so that if she's up at 3am answering emails her man may be too okay I, Backtracking about B. Simone really quickly. <laughs> Sometimes it is okay to be quiet. Because mm-hmm. I feel like she's talked she's talked herself into a corner at this point, you know, where mm-hmm. Twitter is basically being up, bringing up receipts. So the first time that she got caught up is when she was talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. The second time she got caught up was about the 9 to 5 comments. And now she all, um, Twitter is in a, she's in a shit storm because Twitter is calling her out for her book manifest. <laughs> Wait, being, she has a book? Mm-hmm. With all caps and, and all... It's called Manifest. Is and the book in all caps? No. I she know. always yelling. So I, I figured. 
probably misspelled words in there too. Well, those not the misspelled words is gonna make people upset. It's the plagiarism. All right, so what's this book about? Just how she got successful. But if you're uh-huh. stealing, uh-huh. if you're stealing other people's content, I don't know. Back to the topic at hand, though. I'm really tired. It's a book with, with one page, and it says steal. <laughs> book closed. <laughs> Theft. Anyway, go ahead. Tiffin. <laughs> Tiffin. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Anyway, I'm really tired of the nine to five versus entrepreneur argument. I think it's something that needs to be retired because Mm -hmm. it's a lame ass argument. Mm -hmm. Honestly, for you to say that you want someone like the comeback was, I'm not saying that I want somebody who is an entrepreneur because they make more money. Mm -hmm. It's about the lifestyle. Who was going to somebody being up at 3am answering emails and, um, you know, booking shows and things like that. But the crazy thing is like, you can 100% date somebody who has a nine to five Mm -hmm. or they're in between, you know, nine to five and entrepreneur where I have friends that work for a company, you know, but like they, I don't know. It's like they kind of organize themselves as if they were an entrepreneur, but they work under an umbrella company. But the point is that there's a misconception that when you're an entrepreneur that you don't work for anyone in reality your clients become your boss you know and there's this misconception that you can't be up at the same time doing the same thing at 3 a.m just because you work for a nine to five depending on what your salary look like oh you might be up at 3 a.m too Mm -hmm. meanwhile the entrepreneur next to you sleep Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so the misconception is that nine to five folks don't hustle it takes hustle to climb that corporate ladder. You may have to pull all-nighters or pitch your ideas to the company or jump in and do several projects at one time. The misconception that all nine-to-five folks work at a damn call center is tired and it should be let go. I would rather date a guy with a nine-to-five in health insurance than a dude who, sell, who sells wholesale clothes through the loom that he put an art on on Instagram. The point is... No disrespect people do that, huh? No disrespect, but I'm not going to shun one for the other, you know, yeah. um, you just have to do what works for you. Honestly, be someone, someone, Simone. Okay. You're not good with names. Say I see. Be Simone is annoying. So when she said that immediately, I got annoyed. The girl, like, I don't, nine to five means security, ability to have a stable home and steady income for families. If, if you have one health insurance like girl sit down somewhere like i feel like you want to do you want to do if you want to do that i mean it's cool but don't make people feel like a bum because they're not like doing all this fake hustling not saying she fake hustling but i'm saying like a lot of people a lot of people who do do this like oh i'm hustling and i got an entrepreneur be fake hustling so Mm, that's how I feel about it. I mean, that's fair. I was done listening to Be Simone or Be Someone when she was screeching about distancing herself from the Black Lives Matter movement because she was a Christian, but within that same Instagram account, in that same Instagram account, shaking ass for the gram, um, thirsting for the baby, and you know, like, like joking about busting it down. I, 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 know, I haven't read any of those verses in the Bible where it said anything. Like that. It doesn't say in the Bible to, to shake that ass in the name of the Lord. It does. It certainly does not. It don't. It does not. And I'm not too, too. I don't know everything that's in the Bible, but I know that ain't in there. <laughs> no. That's what I do know. From what I understand. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. All right. Let's take a deep breath. 
Usa, usa, mm. usa. Because we're going to talk about the end of Scary Season finale. My heart couldn't stop a beat, honestly. This, honest. Mm. Okay. I felt like I was in the show. Like I was a character. Continue. That's how that's how much I felt it. Oh, personally saying. attacked. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally attacked. That's fair. You know, I think I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take the lead. Wipe on that tear by joy. Uh, I'm gonna let you take the lead on that. Um. Okay. I will say, the people that put this show together, Chef Kiff. I don't know if anybody heard that. Prentice Penny, I think, was the one he mm-hmm. either wrote he, or directed. He, he both. I think he did both. This both episode. episode. This is that not good. that shit out, out the, the park. park. Like, come on, just. You know what? A lot of black people got the chance to direct. Because you had Jay Ellis, Natasha directed mm-hmm. one. And they all did phenomenal. Amazing. Yeah. So it's just like when you give them a, this space, and I do really respect Issa for that, giving them that space. And she even like, even when it comes down to like the music, those are black mm-hmm. artists that are, mm-hmm. you know. That may not need be as known, but when they put, when she puts them on their, on her uh, soundtrack for each mm-hmm. um each season people really start knowing right. about it and i don't know if you've noticed but a lot of the artists that she has on those soundtracks are black women that is true that is true that's true you better hype up these black women i'm here for it, sis mm-hmm. i'm here for it now i'm sad that we ended this episode and we didn't hear no rapping in the mirror but you know honestly she didn't have the strength and if you haven't seen about you had time so anyway sorry. well what is it we're not gonna okay let's try to work around spoilers as best as we can okay okay never mind she said no so if you if you ain't watch it up until now (laughs) pause it here go watch the episode we'll give you a minute like we did last time we count down 10 okay 10 9 hurry up girl what you waiting on 7 6 5 4 3 2 1 we done okay I had a friend, I was talking back and forth with my friend. He was like, you know what? I bet next episode, Condola going to turn up pregnant. And I was like, somebody said this to me. And I said, there's no way. I was like, no No way. That's too messy. That's not going to happen. No, I was like, you know, I feel like the way that we hand, that Lawrence handled Condola, like I was like, we've seen the last episode. That's it. Yeah. There was no like Condola oil up in here. Yeah. There was no opening to nothing. When I tell you I played myself, I had a full face of clown paint. Yeah. Full face. Mm-hmm. Me and my homegirls all dabbing our faces in, in, mm-hmm. in white, red, green, and black looking stupid mm-hmm. with rainbow color afros. Mm-hmm. Just stupid. Mm-hmm. Lawrence had a hip. Hey, well, you know what? Honestly, and I almost got mad at him very quickly, but I had to realize he was totally with her when this happens so it's not like he you know what i mean and he said i thought we were being careful so in his head he thought it was being careful right but say she was on birth control and it just sometimes birth control just literally fails um, i think nathan was wishing for this i don't think it's gonna, anything's about to happen because i thought about that after i was like well after nathan made that little fucked up comment he probably was like i hope it don't work out between the two of them he's stupid in the name of Bruce, amen amen <laughs> but i think yeah, I don't think that she's going to have to... She needed... I'm glad her and Molly hung out because she needed that more than another male. I hope Molly learns her lesson and can now look and past she herself. Because her, her boyfriend broke up. Well, at least it seemed like... Oh, first of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, I would like to talk about Andrew. That is a saint 
to deal with an emotional terrorist mm-hmm. like Molly. Terrorist. To take in That's the homeless, Nathan. Taking the homeless. He to did. help. You know what? You're bringing up a good point here. The needy. I saw this on Twitter and I'm going to credit the person later okay, on. Okay. Um, but yes, brought up a very good point. Helping the needy. Uh, Issa, Issa. When he hooked her up. Wow. This man just. Amazing. And he looked good. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Remember when he had long hair? Baby. Oh, yeah. And then she. She didn't. I think she, she didn't even understand because she said. What do you mean? You told me I was working too much. And so then I started including you. It's not you including him. It's he wanting to, well, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. He wants to be with you. Which is why I feel like if Issa and her have this conversation that I hope it goes well and leading to season five. Right. Cause I just don't know if Molly has recognized her she problems ha- yeah. yet. And I think, this, I think Issa's done a little better job. She of has growth yeah. and kind of understanding where she she's has. at. And I think Molly might, she might be at the point now, now that she had something so drastic happen. So I think it, this might be the point, especially since Molly was the one who reached out first. Right. So that, that's a, that's a big point. Um, but I, I felt for Issa. Yeah. That's some heart shattering. Cause my heart, heart shattering shit. My heart dropped when I, when I heard that, you know what I mean? So I, and I felt for him too. Yeah, because he was, he wasn't expecting that. He thought he was going to get, he, he really thought he was going to start his life. And I thought he, you know, I thought he was going to get down on one knee when he gave up in the kitchen and got serious. And lo and behold, he going to tell her he got somebody else pregnant. You hate to see it. And I was about to go jump through the screen. If she said, that's okay. You know, I, there have been many a celebrity. I will not name names. Many a celebrity who they started dating somebody and it's like you get there and she's like, by the way, oh, I got a baby on yeah. the way. I know people in real life. Yeah, like I was about that. to say, that sounds actually, that's that's a lot that goes on. You know, on like it introduces you to being a stepmom or a stepdad way earlier than you plan yeah, to, you know, but a lot of it is just like. That's going to be too hard for Issa. It, I think just where she, I don't know if she is at that point. No. And then not so much like Nathan is still an option. And Daniel, if you ever decided to bring your fine ass back up on this set, that's Daniel's an option. Too childish. No, he could have grown too. He could have. Everybody else grew. But man, like, that whole thing. It's he a, was he's a sucky situation for, all around. For, for yeah, for both of them. More so for him. Uh, but definitely for her too. Yeah. I just you couldn't know. imagine. Like having a kid with somebody you wouldn't even trying to be with. Right. Imagine. Like, I can see if I was with you already. When I tell you, my ass wouldn't have been left bed for days. Yeah. I'd have been there sobbing. Okay. I'm like, my whole life. My whole right. life. Um, but I also want to talk about Tiffany and her husband. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was a that was a great scene. I know there were a lot of people online who were just saying, like, that wasn't necessary. Like, it kind of took away from the story. No. But, like, I think, one, because remember, they were having friendship issues, and this brought them all back together right yeah the importance of their friendship and then another thing is like i don't know if we talk about postpartum depression enough in general Mm -hmm. let alone touching they kept touching slightly it was already known that that something like that was gonna happen because i kept touching on it every time she would say something about how annoyed she is of the baby Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and it really showed i appreciate it because it really showed a real part of her yes because she doesn't she seems comes off on the show as very uh, shallow, yeah. or, you know what I mean? Materialistic. Materialistic, but she was very, even her hair to her hair, it was yes. her natural hair. Yeah. 
So, I think they did a really, really good job yeah. with that scene. It was very important to touch on that. And then even the touching with Nathan saying that he had mm-hmm. mental health, you yeah. know, just like introducing to that to the to to black people to normalize that mm-hmm. shit. You know, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. People struggle with anxiety, things like that. It doesn't make you weak for having to struggle with those things, you know? Yeah, um, and you should be allowed to, to speak about it. You mm-hmm. should be allowed to say, hey, this is something that I'm struggling with. You know, like if you need to navigate our friendship, I'm letting you know that, you know, give me this information so that we can navigate this together. And I think it takes strength to be able mm-hmm. to do something like that. So shout out to everybody who put um, that show together. I'll see y'all hoes for season five because yes. the show has already been renewed. I'm so glad. And I do want to say, Yvonne, Orgy, we do actually love you. It's Molly that we got beat it's with. Not, yeah, we love I you. Your HBO we thing. love you. I watched the HBO thing and that was cracking up. But it's, it's Molly, Molly that be giving me balls. But you know, that's going to be, I think it's going to be it for is. 60. Because we I don't get, love her again. I, there was times when we hated Issa. Uh, yeah, definitely. If not, it was probably most of the time. Yeah. Yeah, Issa's like one through three. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think Issa, yeah. Yeah, so. Everybody going to get it at some mm-hmm. point. Except for Tiffany's husband and Andrew. They're literal gems. Yeah, they are. They deserve. Um, so I guess we can add that to the prayer of people. So the prayer that Sierra said for Russell. Um, it's the uh, yeah. that we need to also send up for uh, Andrew because mm-hmm. he deserves truly, truly. Let's talk about our fucked up letter of the week. Get into it. Get into it. <laughs> You're gonna do it every time we get into it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is a pub. This was published by Refinery Twenty Nine, and this is not shade to anyone. I understand the thought process, but you know how some stuff you just got to like keep in your drafts, like something yeah. you just don't say out loud to yep. other people. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is something that you just like you think it, but you don't say it. Exactly. So, anyways, in Refinery Twenty Nine, there was a published a uh, piece called "I Took a First Date to the Black Lives Matter Protest." Um. But after complaints, it was taken down off of the internet. The article was removed, but the internet never forgets. Mm-hmm. Literally, people saved it. I think it was published to like a couple other little gossip blogs, and somebody saved it. Shit, the Dropbox mm-hmm. and shared it with the internet. So, word for word, one of the lines reads: "He texted me his Google Maps pin. Mind you, this is a black woman, I think, who mm-hmm. wrote it and a white about guy. a white guy." Yeah. that she brought on this date. Mm-hmm. He texted me his Google Maps pen. As his location edged closer to my phone, I spotted his big blue eyes in the crowd and his sign above his head. Be still, my beating heart. Bro, there are people getting maced and billy clubbed behind you. Okay? This is that, like that scene from Keeping Up with the Kardashians where like Kim lost her earring and the mom was like, <laughs> people are dying, Kim. That was this. This that that moment in real life. This, okay, so first of all, this gave me, I don't know about you, white cane vibes. Excuse me? White cane. White, white king for some of you from the north. But uh yeah, secondly it was weird and sort of fetishy. I don't know if you felt that, but it yeah. was like why are you just focusing on so many things that that's not the focus of this. Um if they were to have met at the rally, though, and, and then got together, then, you know, it would have been cute. Like, the fact that they planned it was just, like, 
kind of weird. And, and like I said, took away from the damn rally. Yeah. So it was, it, that's a mess. But like my, when I started reading it, I was like, what is this, honey? What is this? A white refrigerator. Oh, um, yeah. But the we need to get you into a real home. Um, but the romanticization of the romanticization of is it romanticization or romanticization? Romanticization. We, we didn't come here for literature either, math or nor literature. Meanwhile, I graduated with a whole degree about words, and my dumb ass came. Anyways, the mm-hmm. romanticization or romanticization because I'm a dumb bitch. I don't know. Anticipation. Um, of protests and civil rights movements and martyrdom and things like that is a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. You are absolutely right, Nisa. It's not that folks can't find love at a protest, but the glossy, you know, rose-colored glasses. Like been- Look at this guy. Yeah. Amidst you- an international protest mm-hmm. against, you know, white supremacy just doesn't sit right with me. I personally don't see a protest as a date in general. Right. You know, just because of the gravity of what is happening right. here. Yeah, when I first read, when I first actually, let me see, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, whatever, what's the big deal? But then when I read it, I was like, all right, now she really painted a pretty picture here in the middle of a damn <laughs> war song. Like, what? Step on the brakes. Yeah, like, come on now. Y'all could have just went out for coffee. You doing the most. Right. I mean, but at the end of the day, do you, girl? Um, get it how you live it. That's the advice that I give to people when I don't want to be held accountable for any decision that you make on behalf of the advice that I gave you. Pretty much. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, with that being said, we don't talk through all of our talking points. Is there anything else on your heart that you want to put out into the universe? Mm. Is there anything else on my heart? Oh, yes, I do want to say this. Just a quick second. Um. Now, I don't know how many people are listening to this episode, but what I'm, what I'm want done, and what I'm afraid that might happen is that first, what I want done is to keep the momentum. Yeah. Uh, of everything that everyone is doing. That means rioting. That means marching. That means um, signing petitions. That means posting on social media. That means voting. You know what I mean? That means um, donating. Because what I'm afraid of is that the momentum dies and and that we go back to normal and then something again happens and then we have to restart it again. You know what I mean? So... Whatever you do, if it's talking about it, if it's social media, if it donate, whatever it is, and I don't feel like I feel like it's a problem for you to say it on social media. Um, and that's all, and that might be all you do. Yeah, and and that's fine. You doing something, but um, just that's all I wanted to say. You know, definitely keep the momentum. That's fair, and I want to tell my my black people and some people of color as well. You know, who have been fighting against racial injustice and racial inequality for a long time. Find joy and take breaks where mm-hmm. you can, because a part of the fight is also for you to get rest. Because mm-hmm. when you think about it from the time that you wake up, the yeah. time you lay your head down mentally at night, exhausted. you are mentally exhausted from and the constant exhausted. pressures, microaggressions and other shit that you got to deal with just based off the color of your skin. So please get rest, mm-hmm. take care of yourself, you know. Um, I think this is a time where allies really, really need to pick up Take, that, yeah. to pick up that cross to bear and help. So I think that is the perfect way to end this. So on that note, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Love Pop Culture. And a special thanks, as always, to my sister for co-hosting. Hey. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. It helps other listeners discover the show. 
Um, if you have some own your own fucked up love letters that you want to share or shit that you find around the internet that you'd like us we to dissect and talk about, we want to know how. Find us on the internet, Twitter <laughs> at underscore love pop culture, or you can email us at lovepopculturepod at gmail.com. And we will see you back here in two weeks. Um, also, coronavirus is not over, and I still don't give a fuck what the government has to say. Stay your ass in the house. Bye. Bye. Bye.